Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. Lots of folks are at home these days trying to stay in to help stem the spread of the COVID-19 virus. There's been nothing like this in the lifetime of most people alive today. The virus is very, very scary. Not surprisingly, assorted online lowlifes and trolls are trying to play on people's fears, offering really crappy information, scam products, and trying to pick our digital pockets in one way or another. That is nothing new, of course, but they change their approach whenever there's some big event going on, especially if that event engenders fear in people, and the COVID-19 virus certainly does that, and justifiably so. So, here are a few thoughts to help get us through the current emergency without getting digitally infected. Many folks have probably heard these tips before, but just think of hearing them again as washing our digital hands more frequently. First of all, we need to keep our digital devices up to date. That means checking to be sure that all the devices we use are using the latest software available for those devices, not only in the operating systems like Windows or Mac or Unix on computers or Android or iOS on smartphones, but also for the software programs or apps we're using. If there's a digital assistant in the house, like an Amazon Echo or Google Home, that device also runs on software, so make sure its software is current as well. If we buy things on the web or do banking or otherwise sign into accounts that could bite us where we sit, if some lowlife is able to get into our account and pretend to be us, it would be a very good idea to use two-factor authentication. That means that not only does a lowlife hacker need to have a login name and password for an account, the account won't open until a special code is entered that's been sent, for example, to a person's cell phone. Most important online accounts now offer this capability. And speaking of passwords, really, really take them seriously. We've done a number of episodes of The Electronic Cottage on passwords and how to make strong ones. Using strong passwords that are unique for each of our different accounts is probably the single most important thing we can do to keep safe online. That, and of course, being really careful and really suspicious. If there's an offer for a dozen medical face masks for five bucks in the email in your box, delete it immediately. But what if the same solicitation comes from a friend? The odds are really high that the friend's contacts list has been hacked. These days, we're all seeing a pile of miracle cures for the COVID-19 virus flowing through our inboxes. Flow them right out again. If we aren't sure about whether something is legit or not, before we open it, checking to see where it actually comes from is a great idea not just where the name on the email says it comes from. Various email programs have different ways to allow us to do this. In Microsoft Outlook, for example, right-clicking on an email will allow us to view source. When the source info appears, it will look like Greek to most of us. Just look for the from and to lines in the address, and you'll be able to see where it actually comes from. The sender line in the email may say it's from the U.S. Center for Disease Control, for example, but the actual from line in the view source box will indicate that it's from someplace no one has ever heard of, and thus 
just send it to spam. Find out how to check the source in whatever email program you use and use it before you open anything you are not absolutely sure of. All right, enough with the digital reminders. But just as with good physical hygiene, good digital hygiene will significantly lower the likelihood that we'll end up with a virus. And speaking of those digital assistants that are in a lot of homes these days, these devices supposedly need a special code word or phrase to get them to wake up so that they can execute a command like play WERU or answer a question like what time does the deli open today? Of course, everyone who has one of these devices knows that the devices themselves can't do any of that stuff. The command or question is transmitted via the internet to a server somewhere which looks up the appropriate response and sends it back to the device that's in front of the person. Naturally, that exchange is recorded and later analyzed by Google or Amazon or whoever. So far, so good. Except when these devices hear words that sound like their wake-up words, but are just part of a regular conversation. And then they go into a ready state and begin recording whatever is going on around them and send it off to a server somewhere. Wait a minute, does that actually happen? Yup, a lot. Digital Trends at digitaltrends.com got curious about what words might cause this to happen. So they ran some tests on Amazon's Alexa, Google Home, and Siri, which is available on Apple devices. The link to the whole article will be posted on the page for today's program in the WERU Public Affairs Archive at www.weru.org. But here are a few highlights. Google Home, for example, is supposed to wake up when someone says, OK Google, Hey Google, or believe it or not, Hey Boo Boo. OK, fine and good. However, Google Home will also wake up and start recording if someone nearby happens to say, OK, followed by Bugle, or Bluegill, or Noodle, or Mogul, or Duel, or if someone is feeling especially zany, Zoogle. Examples for the other systems mentioned are also available, and taken together, remind us that even though we think we're always in control of the digital devices we bring into our homes or workplaces, that is not completely accurate we need to be very, very careful. So, we'll try to keep track of things that can happen because the odds are pretty good in the digital world that if it can happen, it will happen. Here's hoping that's not true in today's physical world. And if we all listen to scientists instead of only to politicians, there's a lot better chance that that will be the case. And we'll do our best to keep an eye on that as well right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. Mm-hmm.